<laughs> Irve Leisure. recording. I did not know. <laughs> Megan, what's up, gal? As if we didn't just have like a 10 minute phone conversation about literally nothing before I started recording. I know. Well, what I actually didn't tell you and what would probably explain a lot is that I went out and had dinner in the neighborhood with Lauren and I've had some drinks this evening. Oh, she's crazy. That's why she's sending me mother of the bride. (laughs) (laughs) Zebra gold dresses. (laughs) Yeah, no, it all started when you sent me... Whoever the fuck that new like Amazon TikTok bandage ace bandage shirt is. <laughs> you guys, I don't understand. I like know that I'm getting old because I see so many fashion things like on the medias, the social medias. <laughs> and I'm literally like, what the fuck is the youth going through? I know. Well, like I said to you before we started recording and I'll say it now on the record I do think that that shirt looks cute on the right person but it's just unfortunate that that right person is only like a stick thin young girl <laughs> with no boobs it's like literally only Kendall Jenner but even then I'm like so the shirt we're talking about was kind of hard to explain but it kind of looks like a long thin scarf and you can just like tie it up in multiple different ways yeah it's but- like strap will go over your boobs a strap will go over your shoulders and it'll like kind of hang down a bit but at the same time it lo- looks very like structured like it's not flowy yeah I don't know it's a choice for me I'm it's not a it's not a choice I would choose um, and I'm pretty sure everyone wouldn't want me to choose it as well and I'm okay with that same but- it's it's a choice but like even like I see like so many just like posts on I don't know social media and I'm like this is probably like what people felt like when I was like like when the scene emo phase was on the on the market and I you know thought it was like the coolest thing I was like so emo but I'm sure like people our age were like what the fuck <laughs> right oh literally right like I've started to see those um memes where it's like millennials talking shit about gen z style and then it's like millennials in 2006 and it was just like the emo style i mean i never had that because i was never like honestly i was never cool enough because at the time that was so cool um but it's like true the whole like leggings with skirts and like ugg boots with everything and Oh, God, it was all so bad. So, yeah, it's normal for the young generation to look stupid as fuck. (laughs) Like how they're, like, making themselves have bags under their eyes with makeup. And I'm like, please. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, that's scaring to some people. How to be young. (laughs) (laughs) And want to look tired and exhausted instead of just waking up. Putting on a ton of makeup and still looking tired and exhausted. Yeah, your time will come. (laughs) 
I'm also like realizing that like I'm old now because I like don't want to participate in the trends. You know what I mean? Like, like me at 23, it was like buying like those like plastic choker necklaces that were like cool in the 90s and shit. Yeah. And now I'm like, literally, I just give me an old navy tunic and rock star jeans. <laughs> It's true. I think we talked about this last time when we spoke last week, but you know how I just have that like endless cycle of like shit to return and that I just end up rebuying shit that I need to return again. And it's because I keep trying to like talk myself into liking the shit that I just don't fucking like. Yeah. To try to be like, oh, this is what's in. And then it's like, you just like, you put it on, you just like, I'm not like vibing. Yeah. But it's true that like, walking through Zara now and like you see all these like Zara haul like I love a good TikTok haul of like oh, a yeah. tra- I'm not gonna lie really do love that but then every time I see like Zara haul I'm just like those are all really ugly unless it's like a basic tank or like a basic like bodycon dress and I'm just like oh those are cute because they're literal basic pieces I'm just like everything is so ugly, like sweater vests and polos and like, ugh, like baby doll sweaters. It's all really ugly. You know what I never got, and this is now just a podcast of saying how uncool and old we are. Old, yeah. <laughs> um, you know what I never got was um Brandy Melville <laughs> clothes. It's like a t- it's Dang. like a blue t-shirt that has like kind of a little bit of like a ruffle hem and it's like $60 and all the girls are like oh my god <laughs> and it's all like one size fits all yeah and I'm like, like you could literally it? go to Goodwill and find that shirt <laughs> right yeah so right that is um a difficult thing that I've come to terms with that I am old yeah I'm honestly like fine with it I was like I'm not gonna lie like when I was starting to creep up in my 20s I was like dreading like when the day when I would like not know who people were like not know songs or like whatever because I was like I never not like want to know things yeah to be honest now that I'm here I'm like I like really don't care (laughs) I, I don't know I don't know I don't know where I am with that well, you have a hype house crush, so I mean, yes, I do. I love the hype house. <laughs> um, no, anyways. not the hype house. I don't love hype house. I love sway house. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Get with it. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm mortified. Megan loves sway house. Yeah, because that's so much better. <laughs> Wait, who's in hype house? No, you know what? Don't answer. I don't care. <laughs> Neither do any of our listeners. They're probably like, "What the fuck are these houses?" It's yeah, I'm a Gryffindor. I, Where does that land me? <laughs> yeah, and I could, <laughs> I could not name one hype house member. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I will say though, I listened and we talked. We texted about this because Megan loves. I'm sorry, I'm gonna throw you on the bus. Megan loves Noah Beck. Mm-hmm. And I listened to a podcast. Oh, no. 
<laughs> I listened to a podcast where he was um, the guest. And I will say, what a little sweet chap he is. Very well-rounded. Yeah, I think he just seems like a little sweetie. Yeah, well, he was, like, very respectful, super mature, very kind. And I was just like, oh, like, he actually seems like a great kid. Oh, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. If there was one person who I could, like, freely punch in the face and not have to like deal with any repercussions from it it would be that little Blake person Blake Griffin? Yeah No? No that's that- a basketball player No What? Blake Gray? No That sounds right It's definitely no. Blake something with a G There's There is a Blake Gray in the um, God, I'm ancient. In the in the house, in the I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> in the sway house, but who's the Blake that I'm thinking of? Blake Bryce Hall. Okay, <laughs> it is not a Blake. <laughs> what uh, this journey? Um, so we'll be just searching for retirement homes. Feel free to click off the pod. He's the one, yeah, he's the one I would punch in the face. Um, and he's kind of like the head White House dude. Yeah. So I don't like that. But I do think that there are some there's some nice boys in the Sway House. I literally sound like a mom. He seems like a nice boy. <laughs> he does seem like a nice boy, though. When not that podcast, not I was like, oh, uh, Noah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think Bryce Hall is um very cute, but. Yeah, he seems like it probably, like, is a douche. I almost feel bad for him because I feel like he's so young and just, like, coming into too much fame at such a young age. And he's just doing what he thinks is, I don't know, cool and right and, like, badass. But, like, ten years from now, he's going to be like, what the fuck was I doing? Well, yeah, that's the thing, too, is because, like, I hope. They're not, like, famous. What? And I swear, once I finish this topic, we can switch topics, because I'm sure everyone is, like, literally, we're old. We're all the same age as you. Like, <laughs> we don't care about these people. I know, but, and I could go on forever on this, which is so embarrassing, but, get yeah, I think I agree with what you're saying, so go for it. Um, What's, like, weird about, like, the influencers and, like, the people that are popular with, like, the youth today, like, like Bryce Hall is like he's not popular because he's like a good actor he's not popular because he's like an athlete he's not popular because he's a singer he's literally popular because he like makes short videos where he just is hot and so it's on like, an app. yeah on an app and you know things like move so fast in the industry that like three years from now he could be like completely obsolete but he doesn't, and I'm not saying that he doesn't have any talent, but I'm just saying, like, why he got famous, he had, doesn't have, like, that talent to fall back on, to, like, explore other things. And so it's, like, everyone that's, like, getting, like, famous like that, it's, like, I feel like they could easily crash and burn pretty quickly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to unpack there, like, truly. 
But then there are people like Addison Rae, though, where it's like she got fame from TikTok, but now she's making music, but her music isn't necessarily being well received in the industry. So it's like, what what are they supposed to do? Like, they really are just like stuck in this category of like TikTokers. And that's not going to be there forever because there's going to be something else someday. And like younger people and like what happens like when they turn like our age, like, you know, almost 30 and they're like. Hey guys. (laughs) Yeah. Which is actually kind of interesting because I feel like we really haven't seen anything like that. Like, obviously, there are Instagram influencers, but there are people who have, there are TikTokers who are famous only because they are on TikTok. Yeah. Cause like, there's people who I, I still follow and like watch their YouTube videos that were on Vine, but they're like comedians. People like Addison and Bryce, they just dance, popular dances, kind of. So, like, that's not someone I would need to, like, you know, I would watch, like, a YouTube video of, because it's, like, they're they're not, like, being, like, comedians. Yeah, it's all one very specific type of content. Yeah. In this essay, I will. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Um, so embarrassing. Anyways, what an odd way to start the pod. Megan, what have you been up to? Um, not much. Not much. Working. Yeah. Eating. Drinking. The weather's Mm -hmm. getting nice, so I'm sweating. Okay. Hot girl summer, literally. Yeah, I'm... I mean, that quite literally because I don't remember if I complained about this on the pod last week or the week before or not, but um, I finally got yelled at enough by my management that to like take my AC window unit down because it was installed illegally. And they had sent me like a few emails like, oh, take it down. You need to have brackets. And the brackets just, I don't know, for those of you who like live in AC and AC, AZ, or whatever, and don't know what like a window unit is. The brackets connect it from the window to the wall. The window to the wall. <laughs> anyway, um, have those. I installed it illegally, and I had gotten away with it for two years. And finally, they called me on it, and they were like, "You need to remove this now. Just remove it and buy the brackets. And if you buy the brackets, we'll have like the handyman come reinstall it for you." That's okay. nice. Yeah, so I did that a few weeks ago, and then all of a sudden, something a flip switch in the atmosphere, and it's hot as fuck in the city. Like, it's like 80 degrees, 80, 85 degrees, which doesn't sound hot to people maybe like you and me from Arizona, but also for people like you and me who have lived outside of Arizona and places that don't have AC, when it's 85 degrees outside and you don't have AC in your like apartment your apartment basically just turns into like an oven (laughs) yeah it's fucking hot also mix that in with like humidity because you live near water yeah and like then all the skyscrapers and concrete and people and you don't have a car (laughs) it's fucking hot yeah so quite literally hot girl summer luckily there were only like a few 80 like 85 degree days and otherwise it's been like in the mid 70s which is pretty reasonable to just like have your windows open and have the breeze flowing through but also this weekend on Sunday it's going to be like 90 degrees so I'm like 
okay, I'm either going to like the beach that day or I'm just going to sit inside an air-conditioned bar that whole day because hot tamales. Yeah, my God. Well, that's nice that they'll install it for you properly, though. I know, and it's like, I really can't complain because it's all just my fault because A, I installed it illegally in the first place and I knew that I did that. And B, now I'm just finger popping getting the right brackets and calling them to like arrange a time blah 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 so it's all my fault but I'm still gonna complain but New York City has also pretty much like opened up as of yesterday Woo! yeah it's kind of bizarro um I don't know I guess I'm not really doing much of anything that different but good to know that that's an option if I wanted to yeah that's the same thing here like um, yeah what like like louisiana like a month ago lifted their mask mandate but new orleans didn't wow Mm -hmm. um but last week new orleans did um and like most businesses are still requiring it but like i went to cvs yesterday and it just said like we recommend that you wear a mask crazy I know I obviously still wore a mask the whole time because I was (laughs) and not even because like of any reason of like because like I'm fully vaccinated more than half of New Orleans is fully vaccinated like we have like we're building like herd immunity and so it's like yeah I can easily just like not have wear a mask but I'm like I'm so scared of rules that like I I wore a mask because I'm just like I'm just like scared of break like I don't want to be like the where they have to come up to me and be like, ma'am, you need to put on a mask and be like, I didn't know. <laughs> oh my God. I know. I feel the same way. And I was just talking to Lauren about that because it's like, and to be honest, it's like, unless I'm running or like walking outside in the heat, I don't know. It's like masks just don't bother me that much. Same. Cause it's not like I'm like in a store for like three hours. Like I was just like literally running to CVS. Like I was in there like less than five minutes right but it's like walking to cvs it's nice to know that like you don't necessarily have to wear a mask to like walk there but i have literally no issue with like putting on my mask as i walk into a store it's just kind of like a habit at this point and anyone who says that like they aren't used to it or anyone who's still complaining about it at this point like grow up yeah agreed and so I don't think I'm going to stop wearing a mask for a while just because I'm like, I just like don't want to be like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just like, I don't know what stores aren't like, Mm -hmm. you know, needing it or which ones are. And I'm like, I just like, don't want to be like anybody to be upset with me. (laughs) Right. And it's, yeah, I feel like I said this last week too. It's like, now that things are opening up again, I just like barely know how to be a human to begin with. So. Well, it's just so hard because there's like every single like business has like different rules that I'm just mm-hmm. like I I don't know <laughs> what does everyone want for me I don't know yeah like I'm gonna do my thing but I'm gonna play it safe for the next few months yeah um so yeah it's just I don't know yeah it's just I can't like imagine the day where I can like leave home and not have to bring a mask is so wild to me same and I, I mean, I still can't imagine ever being on, like, a subway and not wearing a mask. I feel like that's going to go on far longer than, like, any mandates just because the subway's the subway. Yeah. Well, save you from some smells. 
Right. Yeah. It's like, um, why weren't we always wearing some type of <laughs> in, in this literal like suit? <laughs> um. So yeah, that's our COVID update, COVID corner. Yeah, they're getting our little COVID updates are getting shorter and shorter. They were pretty dark for a while. I know. It was hard to see the end. I'll let you guys know if I ever go into a business without a mask. I'm like <laughs> scared Same. I'm be like arrested. Yeah, to be honest, <laughs> I can't imagine. I would I would, but I just can't imagine. Also, I'm like, does everyone see like look, I have chin acne. Let me just put on this mask. <laughs> oh, literally, that's been the problem lately as like the city starts to reopen, but masks are still required that I'm out and about, but I'm wearing masks for like prolonged periods of time. And my chin is just breaking out like crazy. Yeah. It's like, so, I don't want, I don't want people to see that. Like I didn't have on lip liner and maybe I have a slight mustache and maybe I have two chins and maybe I have some zits. Yeah. Listen, so- this mask was a comfort blanket for my I- insecurities. For real. It's like to just be out and about and wear a mask and sunglasses is like. I was going to say, when you add the sunglasses with it, wow, chef's kiss. I know. I know. I feel the same way. And then it's like with the mat, with the chin acne, it's like, well, I probably wouldn't have this bad of a breakout if I didn't have to wear a mask, but I do. So now I'm just going to keep it on to cover it. Like, I don't know. It's all weird. Yeah. Oh gosh. But anyway, what else anyway. do Um well I bought a new purse. This is literally the extent <laughs> of my excitement. Oh, I that dog sat. I dog sat for my parents' dog over the weekend. She slept over. So and cute. It was your a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she's like my parents' dog, but um like I had her like my when I still lived at home and mm-hmm. so it's like you know just kind of like a family dog but yeah she got a sleepover her first sleepover we had a lot of fun we went to my neighbors on Saturday and Sunday for a porch concert and she like had the best time because people were like because she like loves attention so much and people were like Aww. oh she's so cute um and uh, yeah I bought a purse that I've been like eyeing for like two years um it's from this brand called min and mon um and they have this purse there that i wanted for like two years but i kept putting it off and then it would keep selling out um because they're like handmade purses and so they like don't make a ton of them Mm -hmm. and then i don't know this week i just like blacked out and just like bought it (laughs) i think i was just like I've just been feeling, like, really depressed this week for no reason. Well, I actually know the reason, but, like, and so I just, like, kind of had, I feel like, had, like, a blackout depression and just bought it. And so that's coming, and... Oh, yeah, just send me a picture. Oh, let me send it now. And then oh. um, I bought a set of shot glasses that are super cute that I'm excited for, and those are coming. And then... um this is just me talking about shopping because that's literally the only exciting thing that's truly happened to me um, at all. I've said this before and I'll say it again. I've been doing nothing but like retail therapy for the whole last year. So I'm here for it. And your purse theme is very strong. So. Oh, thank you, Megan. What a 
great compliment because you know how much I value my purses. I do. And I'm looking at the one you just bought and that is so fun. I know. Right. I'm obsessed. Yeah. I love it. And then um, I just sent you the shot glasses via Instagram. Oh my Um, God. Different platforms. Oh, I love this. Um, and so the shot glasses that I got are from a, uh, artist called Valfrey, and I like love their work so much. Um, and then yeah, they just put out these shot glasses, and it's like their their type of drawing, um, as these women as like cowgirls, and the shot glasses are like little mini mason jars, and it comes in this like really cute storage box. Yeah, those are really cute. Big, um, big thing. So both things have shipped, and so I'll probably get them soon, and then. Um, this brand that I fell in love with last year, um, Stony Clover Lane, they sell like um, backpacks and, and fanny packs and like little pouches and like the cutest colors. You can get these like, you can customize it with the cutest little patches. Yeah. I've why does that like, sound familiar? I feel like I've, is it possible that I've seen that around or have I just heard about it from you? Um, probably both. I'm like their okay. biggest fan. Oh, <laughs> yeah, probably you. Um, oh, but they were in Forbes, like women to watch. Oh, okay, okay. Um, interesting. Yeah, and I've just been like obsessed with their stuff, but I've it's kind of expensive for what it is, so I've just like never splurged on it. But in New York this week, they had a sample sale. Um right across the street from my friend Kristen's office and so she has been like going back and forth it ended today but she got us me and my friend Katie some stuff and so I got some patches I got a duffel bag the duffel bags are normally $200 and I got a duffel bag for $60 wait that's it that's why I've heard of them because they have a sample sale going on in the city right now yeah that's what I just said girl oh I meant my I know my city or did oh you meant your Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. I thought you met a friend like locally, and I was like, oh, they just have sample sales in all cities. <laughs> oh, no, my friend Kristen that lives there. Um, and so yeah, she went for us because like me, her, and my friend Katie are like um all obsessed with it, and so she went for us. And we've just been like talking about it nonstop for like two days in the group chat. She's gone like four times. So yeah, we got like some patches that are so cute, and I got like a little um periwinkle uh little pouch and then I got a duffel bag it's pink oh my god I'm just like over the moon and I've just been like going to their website just non-stop and and Ooh, I love their stuff looks super fun yeah um they're building a New Orleans location literally at the end of my street literally at the end of my street like a 45 oh, second walk oh shit that's just dangerous I know. I'm actually like I saw on LinkedIn that they are hiring, and I I might apply for them to be like a weekend job. Oh my god, that would be so cool. I know. Oh, I just like love their stuff, and the girls um who started it went to Tulane, so they're like That's local. Cool. I don't know if they're local to here, but you know they went to college. Right. Here. Love that. Yeah. So um, those are the things that I bought. Check out Min and Mon. Check out Valfrey. It's V A L F R E. And then check out Stony Clover, Clover Lane if you guys are interested in any of those brands. They're all um, like, you know, small businesses. So yeah, you being all cool and shit. 
Gosh, I just went on a little shopping spree. I got some, like, you know, endorphins that probably aren't healthy, but that's okay. You know what? It's okay. Like you said, we're all okay. (laughs) We're all okay. And then um, I haven't listened to any new podcasts this week, but I did finish that book like I talked about last week. And now I'm um, in the middle of reading Where the Crawdads Sing. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's pretty good so far. I really like it. Might have to have you send that to me or something after you finish reading it. Um, I took your advice and started counter clock, counter clock, counter clock. I have a hard time with remembering what it's called because I texted you. I was like, what's that called? And I was like, oh, counter clock. Just kidding. I figured out like two seconds later. Um, So I started that and I'm on like episode eight. I want to say like eight or nine and you're right. It is very good. I'm not used to consuming podcasts in this type of way. Like a whole season is one story. I'm very much like one episode, one story, you're done, move on to the next story. So it's different for me, but I am enjoying it. I just, I'm getting a little stressed because I'm like, did I miss something? Like, did I miss an important detail along the way? Because it is hard to listen to that much content and really pay that close of attention the whole time. Yeah, I, well, I'm glad you're liking it. I'm glad you're listening to it. I actually just um, recommended it to a coworker today and she said she's going to listen to it too. I Did you finish that- I assume? What? Did you finish it? Oh yeah, I finished it like within a day and a half. Okay. Do you think he did it? No, not at all. I don't either. I feel like I didn't think that way even after I listened to just like the crime junkie version of it because Same. the way that they set it up, they're just like, there's so much more to it. I'm just like, well, that makes me think that he didn't do it. And the more I listen, the more I'm just like, I don't know, maybe it's just because I already have the notion in my head that like maybe he didn't do it, that I feel that way. But so far, that's what I'm leading towards. But hey. I've um, I've been wrong and I will probably be wrong again, but, and I will say that I listened to that episode of my oh favorite my on the Lacey Peterson case that you sent me. And I'm like embarrassed to say it out loud, but there was some true crime show that I watched. It was on Hulu. It's on Hulu. And I either, I watched it and told people about it or someone watched it and told me about it and I continued to spread the word but after watching that show it really had me convinced that Scott did not do it and I only feel comfortable saying that because the other people I know who watched the show felt the same way yeah and- I, I I will say I felt the same way too because I watched that too the who it's a Hulu documentary or it's not a Hulu documentary it's a documentary about Scott Peterson Lacey Peterson on Hulu and it's it makes you very convinced that he was is like innocent, but yeah, now that I listen to like all the details, like not in a biased documentary format, I'm like a fucking clown. Exactly. Like I feel so stupid for ever having thought that. Um Yeah. Sorry, that that was kind of like a tangent. Anyway, counterclock is good. <laughs> No, I know. It's so true. I almost, like, don't want people to watch that Hulu documentary because it's just, like, I don't even know how that was, like, allowed to be put out, like, and I feel like they didn't even, like, actually tell the truth about a lot of things because there were, like, conflicting things, um, 
that was like later told on that podcast. But I, I right. feel guilty for ever even like believing that. Yeah, like the podcast felt very well reported, whereas this documentary, looking back now, felt very like one sided. Yeah, Scott and it's like definitely did it. <laughs> he's like, yeah, the podcasters, like the girls, were inserting their opinions along the way but they were really only just like commenting on the facts that they were reporting definitely um but yeah with counterclock she is like a reporter so she's like i have no bias i have no opinion Mm -hmm. it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter to me um so yeah i just definitely don't think that he did it i if i would love if you guys are into true crime to listen to that and i would love to have like a discussion um just like on everyone's thought, but everyone that I know that has listened to it so far is like, yeah, he definitely didn't do it. And I don't want to go into like all the details because it's like, if you're not into true crime or you have like no idea what we're talking about, then like whatever. But like personally, I just like don't think like a 17 year old can kill like four people, clean up, clean literally everything up, take a shower, like, and then all in within the span of 10 minutes. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I'm at the point now where I'm getting to that. Like I'm getting to the point where they're making that conclusion but I also don't know at this point who else could have done it. So I assume we get there, but that's just where I'm at in the podcast. Oh yeah. Once you get to the Florida episodes and the other murder, you'll, your mind's going to be blown girly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think I just got there today when I had to turn it off. So good to know. But like I said, it's kind of stressing me out because it's not something I can really like listen to while I work. Cause I want to make sure I can pay attention like, I don't want to miss anything, so I'm just finding it hard to carve out time for it. Yeah, I, I get that. When I listen to, like, true crime podcasts, I have to play, like, a game on my phone. Um, like, I have to do something with my hands. Yeah. Or, like, I'll zone out. Yeah, but at the same time, if I'm doing something with my hands, like, scrolling through Instagram or, like, email or something, then I find myself, like, tuning out. Oh, yeah, like, I I can't, like, scroll through anything. I, like, literally have to play this game where it's just, like, matching colored blocks. Right. Or, like, cooking, where it's just, like, you know, I'm not, like, yeah, look at that shirt. What a stupid shirt. (laughs) Like, whatever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see, hear, um, what your thoughts are when you're done. Hopefully that will be next week. Uh, Yeah, 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 I could see that. Um, speaking of finishing things, you guys, (laughs) big news over here. Um, I need a congratulations. I finished One Tree Hill. As we go on, we remember all the Tree Hill episodes we watched. (laughs) I don't want to be anything else. Gavin DeGroff. What's he up to? I actually looked at his Instagram like a month ago. (laughs) When you first started watching the show, probably. Yeah, because I, well, because he was like in one of the episodes in the beginning and I was like, oh yeah, Gavin DeGroff too. But you guys, I'm not gonna lie. the 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 night that I finished, well, because season nine, well, all the seasons one through eight are like 23 episodes. Season nine is only like 11 episodes. 
who it is did you know that going into it or did you no I didn't so I just really got like sideswiped um like no warning that it was just like done because I was like oh I'm on season 10 okay like you know I'm like 10 more episodes to go yeah And and then it was just like done and I was just like okay um <laughs> yeah that hurts yeah and it's like I I felt like the night that I finished it which god was that last night <laughs> uh it honestly might have been because I feel like you yeah wasn't it I, I think so or, or maybe the night before but um I felt so sad. This is why I don't like watching TV shows is because it's like, I feel like I kind of get obsessive where it's like, I like miss the characters. Like, I'm like, so what about Nathan and Haley? Like, I'm just not supposed to think about them anymore. No, I'm the same way. Like, if I don't get a good enough resolution on the characters, I feel very like, like it's a void. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, why do I feel this way? It's just a... TV show with fake ass characters who don't even exist to begin with but that's how I feel but like with shows like that like cause like I know that we've talked shit about people who like love Game of Thrones but it's like okay an ogre does not exist but with like shows <laughs> like that it, like where it's like those could be very real people it starts to feel like you're kind of like your friends <laughs> like <laughs> it's true I'm laughing though because are there even ogres in Game of Thrones? Like, stop projecting your Shrek love onto. <laughs> Wait, aren't there? What are those things? Um, I I, I have no idea. There's I have dragons one. in it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I get what you mean. It was funny that you went to ogres. Um, <laughs> sorry, it's, it's Shrek's twentieth anniversary <laughs> this week, so my it mind is. is a little preoccupied. <laughs> so true. Um, that's also, um, I just had a brain fart, but also how it is with, like, shows, like, for me, with, like, shows like One Tree Hill and, like, The O.C., it's, like, I watched those for the first time, like, at this point, 10 years ago, so, like, they carry a little bit of, like, emotional, like, security with me, so the fact that those end, it's, like, it truly is, like, the end of an era. Well, and it's, like, you, like, reflect on your life when you first watched it. And you're just, like, wow, like, time really do be coming. (laughs) The days really do start coming and they don't stop coming. (laughs) Again. Hey, now. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I was, like, a really sad because they kind of started to felt like my friends. um, And I was, like, okay, well. I guess that's done. Um, yeah. But now, what? Yes, but now you guys, and actually, I have two. I have a second thing to tell you that I didn't tell you. Oh. Um. Now you guys, I'm caught up on Cruel Summer. I watched all six episodes last night. Yeah, I stayed up till one thirty in the morning because it is Ooh. such a good show. It's so good. Yeah, I'm still. Like I told you, two episodes behind because I do everything I can to save that show to be like a treat. So like I almost like my weekend show type of thing for like when I need something to do. Yeah. Oh, so that's 
somehow I managed to do that for the last two weeks. So got something to look forward to this weekend. Oh my god, this show is so good. Um, it's on Hulu. I swear we're not sponsored by Hulu, but I would love to be because I'm like Hulu's biggest fan. Like I rarely go to Netflix. Oh, same. Hulu is amazing. Yeah, this is Camp Hulu over here. So, um, it's on Hulu. It's called Cruel Summer. We've talked about it on the pod before. Um, but it's it's set in the years 1993, 94, and 95, and it has to deal with um like a kidnapping and like what's the truth behind the kidnapping um it's it's just really good I really like how they do it like with the years um like showing the same date all throughout the three years yeah I heard from people that it was like difficult to follow I never personally found it that difficult to follow because they like as long as you're paying like it's not a show that you can have on in the background and know what's going on like you do have to watch it because mm-hmm. as long as you're paying attention to those little like nuances like the like camera lighting and like the haircuts and the clothes that they're wearing it's pretty easy to follow but if you miss that then yeah I can see how it would be hard why well, and I like how like when it's the 1983 it's so bright it's so lit and then like 1994 is just like normal lighting and then like 1995 is like so dark Right, like it's pretty easy to tell once you figure that stuff out. But if you're not paying attention, then yeah, I can totally see how you'd miss out on that. Yeah. Um. So highly recommend that show. Once again, it's on Hulu. Cruel Summer. Um. The whole season it's isn't so out good. yet. Yeah. I think they put out new episodes what every Tuesday. Yeah, I think so. Um. So I'm excited for next week's episode. Um. But yeah, I'm all cut up, so no one of you can say shit to me. And then, um, I'm since I'm waiting for that, I'm now watching, um, catching up on season three of Good Trouble, and I've already watched three episodes, because um, season three is completely done. So, oh, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm catching up. I'm starting to feel less stressed now that I've got One Tree Hill behind me. I I'm. Being like, okay, I can do this. Well, um, I assume you saw that. And I can't remember if we talked about this. But the bold type is coming back, I think, next week. Oh, my God. (laughs) How can I do all of this? So don't get too content because there are more things coming up. (laughs) And then you's coming on soon, right? Yeah. Yeah. People have been talking about you for a while. Like, I feel like it should have come back by now. But Yeah, I thought it was going to come back in April for some reason. Me too. But I'll just, um, I don't know. I'll just keep an eye out. And then it's just going to show up on my radar in my life some random day. And I'm just going to drop everything and watch 10 hours of TV. No big deal. No big deal. Same. Okay. So, yeah. And then I have to catch up on Younger. Um, the last season of Younger that's out. I've really been enjoying the last season. Oh, it's just such a, it's like such a just mindless show. Right. It's just so feel good. It's very happy. Like, I don't want it to end because I feel like it's so mindless that they could just keep going on with it. Because I'm, so I'm like, why do you, like, why do you have to end? And 
I will say in the new season, though, I am getting a little stressed out because I feel like they're introducing a lot of new storylines and new characters. So I'm kind of like, I get that, that stress, like you talked about with One Tree Hill, where it's like, okay, it's like, is everything going to wrap up okay? Like, yeah. I care about these characters at this point, so like, don't fuck it up. Oh, God. <sighs> and then what other shows? Is that it? Good Trouble, Bold Tide, You, Younger, yeah, that's Summer. What... Yeah. Um... Well, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is back. Oh, yes. Yes. I haven't watched the new episode because it just came out last night, but I know you did. So what's going on? It was good. I mean, as far as like premiere episodes of a new season of Housewives, it's pretty standard. It's all just kind of like a lot of catch up of like what everyone's been up to. But I do like really love these Beverly Hills girls. So it's good to have them back on my screen. And this is definitely going to be a good season because you can tell already that they're setting up a lot of stuff around this Erica Jane story. Oh, shit. Like, they haven't come out and said it yet, but just the way that they're, like, editing and saying things, it's like, oh, my God, it's going to be crazy. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I'm excited, but also sad because, like, I love Erica Jane, so I'm like, Erica! Same. Like, I want her... Yeah, I don't see there being a world where she comes out looking, like, good in this. No. Because she's going to play the whole, like, I didn't know, I didn't know. And it's like, okay, well, I don't know if I believe that, but we'll see it all play out. Which is also fascinating because she's always been very, like, closed off and, like, somewhat private. So the fact that we are actually going to see all this play out is really interesting. Yeah, because, like, we rarely saw her husband on the show. Right. She's always off doing her own thing. We never hear about her son. Mm-hmm. And she would get called out on it a lot. Just, like, yeah. not sharing a lot. Yeah. hi yeah, yeah. And then Dorit, I've been, like, hearing things here and there about Dorit's, like, plastic surgery face and I I was like I don't see it but then I sent you that picture last night yeah she looks so different I mean no shade if I had the money to do plastic surgery I will but I'm just like who is this oh yeah for sure and in the first the first episode you'll see it but the first episode revolves around like Kyle getting a nose job and it's so and it's like it's so obvious it's like yeah no duh it's like when all these women are on like lockdown or like in quarantine they're just taking it as like advantage to go get plastic surgery because yeah. they don't have to be out like they have plenty of time to recover they don't have to see people like nothing will seem as drastic if you aren't seeing people as frequently and I'm like good for them yeah you no kidding that. use that time mama um well yay I'm excited for what's next um did they introduce the new character what's her name Christine? yes her name is her name is Crystal, Crystal. and she, she's like married to one of the directors of the Lion King like oh, Disney, the Lion King yeah like um, the newer one or like the 1994 no, yeah like the original like Disney animated Lion King which is super cool um very random yeah right she seems 
she I don't know how I feel about her. She's definitely sassy. Like she's got a little bitchiness to her. But I haven't decided yet if I feel like it's going to work or not. Okay. First seasons are so tough though. Yeah. I mean to, like develop your personality. I was like props to anyone who's just like, "Hey, want to be on Housewives?" and they're like, "Yeah, sure, I'm going to subject my whole family to this shit and enter this like group lion of then yeah <laughs> lion get it lion king um, oh <laughs> i was like no <laughs> um but yeah i hope i like her and sutton is on it now full time and i think i i think i kind of like sutton <laughs> as a housewife not necessarily as a person but as like a housewife who's kind of delusional and funny yeah. Sutton's just a kook. Yes, exactly. Like, she doesn't belong, but she's just there and is just like a kook. <laughs> right, and that's the thing with this group, because it's like they are all actually, like, genuinely friends, which is cool, but sometimes that can be, like, too much. Yeah. Like, you need someone who's a little different. Like Brandy. <laughs> yeah, but let's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, yay. I'm excited for this season. I hope we see more of the um, Capri room at Puka de Beppo. <laughs> Puka de Beppo. Um, it's the Capri room. It's lemons. <laughs> <laughs> in, in case anybody thinks, like, are they mocking someone's accent? No. Yes, but Dor- it's a fake <laughs> accent to begin with, so. Dorit's from Connecticut. <laughs> Yeah, we, we don't know why she has an accent, and neither does any of her friends. Um, okay, I guess we can talk about some pop culture um, stuff I have on my list. There's speaking of TV shows, Megan. Oh my god, I know. The Friends reunion special is airing May 27th on HBO Max. They just released the trailer this week, and I was in tears. And I know that makes me super fucking basic. But I don't care. I'm, like, over the moon. I'm, like, so excited. I got got goosebumps. uh, I can't wait. Yes, me too. I'm... I don't know what I thought that this reunion was going to be. I really wasn't sure because I've been reading about it for so long. And they're like, it's not a reboot. It's a reunion. And they're not like redoing their characters. They're just going to like be all together. And I'm like, I, I'm here for it. Like no matter what, but I can't visualize what it's going to be. And then the trailer came out and I was just like, holy fuck. I'm going to sob my whole way through this show because. Ugh. I just love. I know. So it looks like they're going to be doing some acting. Um, like, you know, a table reads of their old episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to be touring the set. They're going to play some games. They're going to be interviewed by James Corden. Mm-hmm. And, and like, like, some guest stars are going to show up. I know. When they showed Richard, I was like, oh, my God. I know. And Janice. But. Yeah. I read I read this article and it was like there's one noticeable guest star from Friends that will be missing from the reunion. And it's Paul Rudd. Oh. My. And I was like I was like yeah, that would have been fun cuz I feel like him and 
Well, I feel like at least him and Jennifer Aniston are really good friends in real life still, but. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, my God. Excuse me. I had to sneeze. Oh, bless you. She's overwhelmed. Her sinuses I... are overwhelmed already. Truly. Also, it's like pollen galore here. But, yeah. I'm so ex- I'm just, like, literally so excited. I hope it's two hours long. Oh, me too. It this has like, to be, right? I don't know. If it's, like, one hour, I'll, sh- like, I'll write an angry letter. At the very least, 90 minutes. But I need the full two hours. Please be two hours. I'm just, like, oh, God. I'm just, like, I need it. I need it in my life. I know everyone has their opinions on friends. It's not funny. I think it's funny. Sorry. We've talked about it numerous times on the show. It's like a comfort show for both right. of us. Right. And like, I'm not like that Friends fan who's like, has like wine glasses that says like Friends quotes or like, you know, has like the gold frame around the door peep or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm not like that type of horse girl. <laughs> Megan's like hiding her wine glasses right now. Uh, so no, pivot. like no, like I said, I have a um, sweatshirt, but I and I love that sweatshirt, and it was given to me as a gift. I did not purchase it, but that's about it. Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, I can't wait. And then because we've just been in, and like I know we've talked about before, like why do they have to keep rebooting shows? Why do they have to keep doing things? But. I only have that opinion when it's things I don't care about. Um, because <laughs> Same. <laughs> because obviously we've talked about how they're rebooting Sex in the City for like four episodes or whatever. Um, and then Little Miss Sarah Jessica Parker today they <gasps> announced that Hocus Pocus 2 is in the making right now and it's set to come out on Disney Plus in 2022. Um in the Busy? same article that I read, it said May 2022, and then like later on, it said fall 2022. So I don't know exactly when, um, but some point in 2022. Oh, amazing! I mean, honestly, I don't want it to come out in May. Same. If it does, I will like full on get spooky in May and like go for it. But I'd rather just wait for it to be like an actual Halloween season, just to make it that much more exciting and authentic. And you can, like, watch them back-to-back. We have no details on, like, what it's going to be, though, huh? Well, I read today it's about three girls who summon the witches again. Yeah. So I'm very excited. I actually thought about, and I might still, watching Hocus Pocus tonight just because I was like so excited reading about it I was like oh my god I need to watch Hocus Pocus now I know I literally had that feeling too where I was just like I want to watch like a spooky movie I love it oh god I'm so excited I love that movie so much I mean I think that goes without saying I've never heard someone say like I don't like that movie something that fucking kills me about that movie though is like how much shit they give give Max for being like a virgin when he's like in high school. I know, I know. You're a virgin. I'm like, aren't you guys like 15? I mean, right. I was like not a virgin in high school, but still, I'm like, what? Disney? <laughs> yeah, that's bizarro. But oh god, I'm so excited. Who doesn't love that movie? I was like already thinking about like, oh, this fall, I think I'm gonna like tie like a white sheet on my porch 
and make it like a little screen and then like um get like a little I have like a little projector and projecting hocus pocus and like inviting my neighbors to like sit you know <laughs> on the sidewalk and watch and now we can have a double feature oh my god it's gonna be so exciting oh my god I'm god so yeah some point in 2022 the article in the beginning said May 2022 but um all the three ladies posted the uh, ladies by I mean witches Sanderson sisters sisters um, posted today that it's fall 2022 so I'm gonna trust them I mean yeah I would hope also, like, I feel like the last Halloween I celebrated was when I came there, and we just kept saying sisters all night. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. And so it was just like, oh my god, like, reminisce, because, like, last year's Halloween obviously sucked. And so I was like, oh my god, the yeah. last Halloween, it was, like, me, Megan, and Sarah. Hi, Sarah. And <laughs> we just kept doing that all night, so now I'm, like, especially, like, oh my god, I can't wait. <laughs> I know, I was thinking that, too. Oh, cute. So, um... That's my um, movie and TV show corner. And then in other news, like we, I don't have, like not a lot has happened in pop culture this week. I really had to dig for some things. Literally um, all I had talked about was friends. <laughs> friends. <laughs> um, well, Ariana Grande got married. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, duh. She got married this weekend at her home in Montecito um, to her short-term boyfriend. <laughs> Yeah. Um, they've been dating for like I think like a year and a half. They've been engaged for six months. Um, his name is Dalton Gomez. He's a real estate agent. And yeah, they got married this weekend at in her home in her backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had like less than twenty people there, super intimate. And that's all we really know about it. They haven't like released any pictures. All I heard was there was like a ton of white flowers. I would love to see a pic because I would love to know what she's wearing. I would like to see it. Um, I did see like a meme that was like Ariana Grande's wedding outfit. And it was like a white sweater, sweatshirt and white over the knee boots. <laughs> I mean, honestly. <laughs> right, right. I like wouldn't be surprised if that is like what it is. Yeah, uh, same. Um, I mean, I'm happy for her. I'm, like, a little nervous because it seems like she just kind of, like, you know, has been a little over the place with relationships as of late. When she was, like, not necessarily, like, in the best place mentally. So I'm just, like, cautious for her. But I obviously hope, like, it works out. Same. Uh, this guy feels, I mean, he does feel different than some of the other guys, mainly just because he's, like, not famous. Like, who is he? Just, like, a real estate agent. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Like, like, imagine being a real estate agent, and then, like, a year and a half later, you're, like, married to Ariana Grande. Yeah. Like, what a wild life. Truly. So good for them. Well, hope, for them. yes. Hope it lasts, um, like a year, <laughs> at least, and maybe she'll put out some good music. Ugh, true. Oh, true. Because I didn't really vibe with her last album. It just like wasn't for me. Wait, uh, what was it? Not sweetener, but uh. 
Because didn't she, well, didn't she recently just put out an album, like, this past year? And it was like. Oh, you're right. You're right. The whole, uh, I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What the fuck was that called? I don't know. I'm looking on my Spotify. Sorry to trigger you. <laughs> it was called Positions. Yes. Yes. That whole yeah. album just like wasn't my vibe. Maybe I'll take another listen to it because sometimes I have a hard time vibing with new albums. Except I didn't have that with Thank You Next and Sweetener, but that's okay. Same. I think my biggest thing with that album is that my the songs that were my favorite were the songs that like weren't popular. Like I didn't love the singles from that album because they were kind of like I don't know, like kitschy. Like is that the right word for it? Yeah, I get what you're saying. But, yeah. Just very, like, bubblegummy pop. But I liked some of, like, I don't know. It was all right. It was all right. I might take another listen to it. Because you know what album I've been listening to literally nonstop? Ooh, what? Folklore. Oh! I know, because remember, like, when it came out, I was like, it's fine, but it's, like, I'm not, like, really, like, relating to it. Like, I'm just, like, not vibing with it. Like, it's not bad. It's just, like, not what I want to listen to right now. But I've literally been listening to it nonstop. I'm sure my neighbors are like, we fucking got it! But, okay, I love folklore. I feel like I didn't get as into Evermore as I could have, just because I was so obsessed with folklore. So maybe I'll give Evermore a, a, like, second shot. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, okay, I think I... That's the thing with me, though. Like, I I have a hard time connecting with new music. It takes, like, a lot. Like, it takes, like, a me, like, listening to it, like, in the car nonstop. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm the same way. And, yeah, the car is such a, like, opportunity for music that I don't have anymore. Yeah, same. So I really got to make an effort. So, yeah, I, I was thinking about giving Evermore another try because I was like, maybe there's, like, hidden things in this album that I just, like, didn't notice the first time because I just, like, wasn't vibing with that kind of music at that time. Because, like, God, I love every song on Folklore now. I'm, like, obsessed with the entire album. I've, like, literally listened to it every single day for, like, yeah, over a week. Or so good. I'm going to have to uh, revisit both that and Evermore. Yeah, and I'm going to revisit Positions, too, just to see, like, was there something I missed? I also just feel like I wasn't in the mood for new music in 2020 as a whole. That's so true. Because it's just, like, I can't handle anything new right now. Like, my brain can, like, literally not process anything else. So just give me the same six songs. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, what are we supposed to do with this, like, pop, bubblegummy music? Like, dance around our apartments? Like, sure, but... And cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I just like couldn't focus on anything. Like, and I didn't want to receive anything. So it was like, pass. Um, so yeah, I'm going to revisit both of those albums and see like, do I actually like these? Because I'm like a huge folklore stan right now. Yay. About time. I know. I liked it in the beginning. It was just like that was like never something I would I would choose to put on. And now like every morning it's like that's the only thing I want to listen to. Yay. Um what else? Oh, Benefer still going strong. Um she went and visited him in LA this week. 
I like don't get it. But that's I'm okay. <laughs> still okay with it. I I honestly am starting to think that it's a little bit more than a PR stunt. Oh yeah, I think they're like for sure like. I just like don't. I mean, we talked about this last week. It's like I just like don't understand how that started. Like, who texted who? And it's like, right. They they fell into this like whirlwind romance again, but like a week after she broke up with A Rod. So I'm just like so confused. I guess it wasn't like a week. It'd been like probably like a month and a half because they broke up before they announced they broke up. But yeah, no, I'm still very much like, is this genuine? Yeah. Or is bound or is it what like I don't know but I'm kind of here for it I don't know if I am just because I everyone knows my feelings about Ben Affleck and Dunkin Donuts but (laughs) they're going strong so we'll see Benifer back on and then um, earlier this month and just spotted in Florida Miami um, Rachel and Matt Matt mm-hmm. confirmed earlier this month in an interview that he is indeed back with Rachel, which we've been new, but he confirmed it. So best of luck to them. Yeah. I guess. I mean, sure. I don't know. I don't I don't have a huge opinion on this. I'm just like, I just am like, all of that for you guys just to end up together. It's just, like, mind-blowing to me. <laughs> right. I was going to say, clearly by my, like, lackluster reaction, I'm not thrilled about it or, like, standing it by any means. But I guess that's fine for them. I don't know. Yeah. It was just, like, so much drama for them just to be... It's, like, those friends you have that, you know, like, they finally break up and everyone's like, oh, thank God. And you're like, I got my friend back. And you, like, spend, like, a week talking shit about her ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And then they get back together and you're like, okay, I guess I'll go go fuck myself. I don't know. (laughs) Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. That's how all of America feels. (laughs) Yeah. Where it's like, but like the ex-boyfriend is actually Rachel in this situation. Yeah. And we're just like, okay, so all right. Now you're back together. Now you know that we all hate your partner. (laughs) I know. And it's, it's like a true like we were rooting for you Matt type of moment yeah but I I, I would love to know how Michelle feels that they're back together oh same well on on multiple levels well god can you believe that the new season of The Bachelorette starts literally in like two weeks I I refuse (laughs) (laughs) you guys I can't do it I don't want you to. Yeah, I don't want to. If I'm going to be watching all these other fucking other shows, I can't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And then catch me two weeks from now literally reporting on the first episode. I know. And you're like, my God, if the Friends reunion is any less than two hours, I'm going to riot. But then you're like, my God, if the Bachelorette premiere <laughs> is any less than two hours I'm gonna riot <laughs> that show just not... listen there's a difference between a re... once in a lifetime reunion and fucking every week two hours oh 100% I agree of someone on a journey to find love 
I agree. Oh, God. The stress is already getting to me, you guys. Um, so, yeah. And then in other fucking bad news, now that I'm just upset, let me just talk about it. I want to retract all of my statements last week. I was embarrassed, mortified, upset, betrayed. What happened? That I I said all these wonderful things about John Mulaney. Oh. Just for the very next day that I put the podcast out, he is reportedly dating Olivia Munn. Oh my god, how has it only been a week since that news came out? I don't know. It's literally been like six days. I'm not Maybe it's because on the sixth day you were like blowing me the fuck up. Megan? (laughs) I was upset and I needed a friend. I know. Listen. And let me just say the internet was upset. I was not Uh, the only. Actually... I have yet to see one positive thing said. Well, yeah, because no one likes Olivia Munn. No one likes Olivia Munn. That's known. Yeah. (laughs) She's, like, known to be this type of person in Hollywood. Sorry, Olivia Munn. You just have that reputation, girl. Um, And... Well, and, God, there's just layers. And this is all alleged, so don't come for me. But, because, like, obviously his wife, or his ex-wife, didn't want the divorce. Her statement was like, I'm devastated that John decided to end our marriage. Right. And then, oh, like, four days later, it was like, oh, him and Olivia are together. Which it was, like, already like, okay, well, fuck you. How dare you do that to your wife of, like, seven years? Yeah. And then it was reported that, and then people were like, God, where do I even start? (laughs) It's like shown that Olivia's been like in love with John Mulaney for years, like publicly. And there's like an article dug up from like 2013 that says like she met him and his wife at a wedding and she just kept following him around the wedding. Like being, she was like, I was obsessed with talking to him. And I gave him my, we exchanged emails and I emailed him asking him and his wife to hang out and he never responded, which already is like sketch girl. He's married. Yeah. And, um, and she said that in a public interview (laughs) that like went out while he was married. And then like when he went to rehab in December, she had tweeted like, sending you so much love, John, you got this. And this was before it was, like, known that he was getting divorced. So it's, like, okay. And then it was, like, people found out that him and his wife decided to end their marriage in December. But then it came out that people had seen her driving to his house in, or him and his wife, I said December, right? I don't know. But then people saw Olivia driving to his house in September. Sketch. So it's, like, Olivia, first of all, girl, we have receipts that you've been, like, trying to get with him while he was married for years. Yeah, not a good look for him or her. And then, yeah, John, you come off as this, like, super nice guy who, like, loved his wife so much. And then it's like, were you cheating on her? Did you, like, leave her for Olivia? Like, what's going on? 
and like Olivia Munn <laughs> out of all people because he was like married to this like super cool artist I mean she like made designer lampshades she was like super artistic and beautiful but like cool and then it's like now you're with Olivia Munn who once like made notes about her own like a lingerie selfies that was like telling Chris Pine how she like wanted him to fuck her oh god yeah well I don't think that this whole thing is gonna last long no as um Nikki Glazer said on Lost Culturistas but yeah oh I didn't listen to that yet oh it's Nikki Glazer this week that's fun yeah her I don't think so honey honey was about their relationship oh I cannot wait um but then yeah people were like obviously I got all of my sources from Dumois but right. um as one does as one does um people were saying that she like when she was dating um God, is it Jason Bateman she was dating? Someone on SNL that she was, like, while John Mulaney was a writer there, that she would always be, like, hanging around John Mulaney. So this seems very calculated. Yeah, I saw that, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then it showed, like, that she's dated, like, a lot of SNL people. Like, she's just trying to be, like, you know, the girlfriend of, like, the SNL funny guy, like, funny nerd. And it's, like, leave that to us less hot people, Olivia. (laughs) Yeah. I totally see that from her, though. Like, that just fits for her. I'm just, like, one of the guys. Yeah. And when I found out those, like, weird nude selfies that she, like, wrote notes on. Have you ever seen those, by the way? Wait, the what? She, like, has these pictures. Like, remember the big phone hack, celebrity phone hack of, like, what, 2012? Oh, yeah. Was she part of that? She was part of that. And she, someone linked her photos. 2012? What? Did we even know who she was in 2012? Do people know who she is now? Not according to Dumois. <laughs> True. She had, like, taken these, like, scantily clad... And I'm not judging, because it was like, take all those nude selfies you want. Yeah. Preach. But she taking these, like, scantily clad selfies and, like, put them into a collage together and then, like, wrote in, like, pink handwriting. Like, computer wrote, not, like, handwriting wrote. Like very sexual things about what she wants Chris Pine to do to her in bed. What? Like, I like when you... God, this is so inappropriate. I feel so uncomfy, comfy, but, like, I like when you slap my vagina until I come and, like, things like that. Oh, my God. No, this is all new information. Oh, yeah, and those are to Chris I wish Pine, I... which already everyone knows how I stand on Chris Pine, so why is right. this girl going after my Hollywood boyfriend? <laughs> But oh, yeah, she like right. she like made this whole collage thing. It's very bizarre. I don't like. It's so bizarre. I'll have to send it to you after this. It's like it's do truly the, the weirdest. <laughs> um, and like once again, more power to you. I love a good selfie. I've taken some selfies that are scan scandalous, but like. I've never, like, made, like, an art project. Yeah, like, I don't give a shit about, like, nudes or selfies. It's just kind of, like, the text of it all. Yeah. And then, like, at the bottom corner, it says, like, XOXO Olivia. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, that's awk. So, yeah. I was, like, damn. Like, everyone was, like, after John's 
divorce news everyone was like oh i'm so sad and like here for john like feeling for john and then like literally that's the thing it's like you can never pay me to be famous because like literally rumors that they're dating him and olivia were dating came out and it was like the whole internet was like fuck john mulaney and fuck olivia munn so true it's like if you didn't hate her before you definitely do now Ugh, girl and it's like then there was other stories popping up about like how she like people in Hollywood like know to keep like their husbands away from her because she like purposely goes after men who are like unavailable. Well, you know what? Some women will just always do that. To be honest, like yeah, some people just have that. I mean, not even women. Like, some people will just do that. It's, like, women going after married men or men going after married women. Like, there's always going to be those type of people. And they suck. And at least now people know that that's who she is, if it's who she is. But I think it is. I feel like it's, like, an insecurity thing. Like, you you need to prove to yourself that you're, like, hot enough to pull people who are, like, unavailable. Yeah, like, you need to, like, conquer something. Yeah. And like, it's like a game. Like, oh, I won you. I finally got you. And then, like, once they're done, they're, it's like, okay, now I'm over it. Yeah, for sure. I agree. That's just like my opinion. And obviously, this is all alleged. As far as we know, she could be like a lovely person and I feel like a bitch. But I'm just sad because I love John Mulaney and I was just disappointed in. The news that it was peering to me. Yeah. No, it's so true. And it's like, obviously, we don't fucking know this person. So for us to be like, we hate her, we hate her. Like, it's all just based on what we hear, which could literally mean nothing. But at the same time, I also feel that, like, these rumors and, like, character traits, they don't just come out of nowhere. That's true. And remember, like, when she got caught having dinner with, like, Chris Pratt last year? Or whatever time it was like not last year it was like right after him and Anna Ferris like announced their divorce, and then she like texted Anna Ferris like I'm not dating him and she like shared the text like on Instagram. It felt very weird. Yeah, yeah. Like I I don't know. I feel like I've never been a huge fan of her, and I feel like there's a reason behind that. And like all these stories just kind of like fit for her, given they're all stories. But like I just feel like they happen to be right in this situation. And it's like Olivia once again. Please leave comic nerds to us ugly folk. You're too hot. Please, I mean, I'll let you have Chris Pine. But please, stay away from the ugly nerds. I need to have hope, okay? And that's my own insecurities coming now, Olivia. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, stick with athletes. Like, you dated Aaron Rodgers. You can have some athletes. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's the other thing. She dated Aaron Rodgers. I feel like that's she... I feel like that's the main reason why I know who she is. Yeah. And it's like that makes me question him and Shalane Shalane God Woodley's um marriage even more because I'm like, what do her and Olivia oh, Vaughn have in common? Yeah, it's like there's a whole other level of baggage to unpack. I'm still I'm still so I have so many questions about their marriage to this day um so yeah that's 
and listen, I'm just I'm just lashing out because I'm upset and jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a bad look on me. But I, right now, it's what I need to do to get through the days. Um, and then I just have one last thing to say. Mm-hmm. Um, this past week on Keeping Up the Kardashians, they revealed who Nori's Black mm-hmm. Book is. If you guys don't know, Nori's Black Book is like a parody Instagram account and Twitter. It's like a person who pretends to be Northwest and like tweets and posts like hilarious things like trashing her family. Um, it's like yeah, it's like truly like one of the funniest accounts I follow. It's so good. Like this is like, we've talked about it numerous times on this podcast before actually because like she calls Jonathan Miss Jonathan. She calls the Malik- like Malika and Khadijah the Malikas. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just so good. Um, and so this week on Keeping Up with the Kardashians um, Kim and Chloe decide to f- try to find out like who is Northwest or like who is Nori's Black Book? Like who's running this account? And to much to everyone's surprise, mine especially is um, Natalie, who I'm, like, internet friends with and have been, like, internet friends with for, like, three years now. Because she used to um, have a, a Kardashian podcast, and I listened from, like, the start. And it's actually what inspired me to start this podcast. And, <laughs> like, we follow each other on Instagram. We interact on, like... Twitter like it's just so crazy and like she's talked about Nori's Black Book before like and I just (laughs) so she was on the episode and she like got to meet Kim and Chloe and she got to be an entire episode and like Kim posted a picture of her on her Instagram and like now she's like having um interviews with like E and like all these other like huge news outlets and I'm just like so happy and proud and like think she deserves it because she's like so funny um and so I just wanted to share that because like I listened to that podcast like when they were brand new and I decided like I wanted to have like a they covered solely Kardashians and I decided I like I really wanted to have like a pop culture podcast and so, like, I even, like, told them about it. Like, I'm going to start this podcast. And the they ended their Kardashian podcast last November. But um, I don't know. Like, it was just so crazy to see, like, her, like, being posted on my Instagram feed by Kim. And it's just, like, I'm just so proud and happy. So I want everyone to go. If you have Twitter or Instagram, to go follow um, Nori's Black Book. Because it's, like, so truly hilarious. But yeah, shout out to Natalie. Natalie, if you listen, I, I truly don't know if you do, but um, hi and God, everyone go follow her. She like deserves everything. She's so funny. Yeah, that's really cool. And so fun that, I mean, just so fun for her. I can't imagine. I haven't watched the episode yet, but I did start catching up on <laughs> catching up, keeping with, up, keeping up. Um, So I'll get there, but that's so cool. I mean, yeah, to, I feel like the Kardashians actually do kind of like, follow some of their more popular like fan accounts and like interact with them which I think is really cool so yeah oh gosh and it just gives me hope that one day we'll be on Las Culturistas I have to say there's hope for us yet well and the morbid podcast that I recommended to you um is collabing with watch watch what crappens which is a podcast we also love I know I can't wait to listen to that and apparently it's um 
which I never knew this. It's about the murder of Kim Richards' ex-husband who like apparently got murdered like while she was on the phone with him. She talked about it like in an episode once. I don't know if I really remember that, but I'm excited to hear more about it. So, yeah, it's just like, wow, crossover of the century. Las Culturistas, Matt and Bowen, if you're listening, hello. Our time, <laughs> will come. our time will come. I guess. Um, but yeah, that's all I have. Not a lot, but whatever. Yeah, slow week, but T minus eight more days until the Friends reunion. Stop. (laughs) God, I got to figure out my HBO Max login. Because if you have HBO Go, you have like, I have like, I don't know what I have. Yeah, if you have like any of the HBOs at this point, you have Max. Okay, shit. I got to figure that login shit out. You do. Because I'm watching it as it premieres, honey. Oh, same. I would say I would gladly share my info with you, but you know I don't have info. (laughs) (laughs) We know you're a mooch girl. That's all right. I'm using someone's uncles. (laughs) Someone's uncles. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) Well, May, until next week, toodles. Until, like, five minutes from now. (laughs) True. Okay, bye. Bye.